Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 207 for the week of April 9th, 2012. Welcome, everybody. I know that uh, this is after the fact, but hope you had a great Easter weekend. We're actually recording this ahead of time so we can enjoy our Easter weekend, but uh, hopefully the Easter Bunny uh, visited you guys and you had a good time. And We didn't mention this on last week's show, but the Easter Bunny was in the parks, of course, as they always like to do. Anyway, long story. So this is Adam, and here's Doug with what we're doing this week. Okay. Uh... Everybody, we are going to do quite a bit of news on Star Wars Weekends, Flower and Garden, uh, a little bit on Disney Dream, uh, give you a test, test track information, and uh, then we're going to feature the audio attraction for the week, which will be um, um, the Jaminators. I always want to say Jaminators. Why? <laughs> Jaminators in uh, Epcot. So uh, we're going to hit that for you, and uh, we'll be back. Alright, so we're back after a little transition and a couple dogs barking, but that's alright. <laughs> we like to make it fun around here. So, um, Okay, so first first up on the docket of uh, what's up with the news, uh, Star Wars Tour, or Star Wars Weekends. I don't know why I said Star Wars Tours, because it's Star Tours. Star Tours. <laughs> yeah. Star Tours, your trip to Endor, or whatever it is. Um, alright, so we've got uh, four weekends again. Disney's announced them. Of course, they've been out for a while, but we thought we'd give you guys a little heads up. Especially because it's heading into May, uh, right near tail end of some big events going on. We'll get to that in a second. Anyway, those dates are beginning May 18th through the 20th, the following weekend, the 25th through the 27th, then June 1, 1st through the 3rd, June 8th through the 10th. A uh, couple notes for celebrities that are officially going to be there. Um, Ashley Eckstein and James Arnold Taylor, and of course... Doug, why don't you They're both actually, those two are both uh, uh, voice people from the Clone Wars. Ashley is also well known. Um, she's married to a baseball star. I'm not quite sure who that baseball star is anymore. I knew that at one time. She is also well known, though, at, uh, at uh, Star Wars Weekends. She's a great celebrity. Uh, if you ever see her, of course, you're going to see her around many times in the parks, even during the thing. Uh, she's very easy to talk to, very personable, so. Um, of course, she's back every year. She also has her own line of clothing and a lot of other stuff that you'll see. If you've so, been there, you've heard of her and you've seen her. Um, she also, they're from the Star, Star Clone, Clone Wars, Wars. Yeah. the cartoon series. So, anyway. Um, okay, also, Flower and Garden dates. Uh, obviously, if you aren't into the Disney stuff, well, Flower and Garden's already started. Uh, started March 30th and it goes until May 20th. Um, and along with that comes the music that goes on uh, on the stage there in America, an American Adventure right across from there. I forget what it's called, American Gardens Theater or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, the several several musical guests, and I'll leave a couple comments for Doug here as we get to them. March 30th already passed. Uh, the spinners were there. Then April 6th through the 8th, which is also passed, Chubby Checker. 
Um, April 13th through the 15th, Paul Revere's playing. Paul then Revere and the Raiders, yeah. April 20th and the 22nd, through the 22nd, the Turtles are playing. Uh, May 4th through the 6th, uh, we've got the orchestra from ELO and a couple other people from ELO. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually, um, I believe it's a guy named Kelly Grout and a guy named uh, Richard Tandy. Uh, Kelly Grout was a bass player and a backup singer. And Richard Tandy was a keyboardist for the ELO, the original, the real band. This is actually the orchestra, though, the real orchestra that did play behind them. Okay. And then, I mean, they made a lot of the sound of ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra. Uh, they came last year, I think it was their first time, to actually play at Epcot, and they were extremely popular, so it wasn't surprising to see that they're back. Okay, and then May 11th through the 13th, Herman's Hermits. And May 18th through the 20th, instead of Davy Jones, we've got, because he's passed away, Mickey Dolans, go ahead. It was Mickey Dolans was the uh, one of the lead singers, really the main lead singer for uh, the Monkees, along with Davy Jones and and Peter Tork and uh, Michael Nesmith. Those were the four that were in the. Anyway, uh, Mickey Dolans, when he found out that um, Davy Jones had passed away and this date was open, uh, he thought it would be a great thing, and I agree with him that it'll be a good thing to have a monkey fill in for Davy Jones. And so I think the emotions will run high. I think it's going to be probably a really nice group of shows. So that was one that even if you're not a fan, of course, of older music, it might be one that you want to show up to just because I think it's going to be an inspiring and interesting show outside of the fact of just listening to Monkey's music. Yep. All right. And uh, by all means, if you get an opportunity to check out some, uh, some of those concerts at Epcot, it's, uh, it's well worth the price of admission. Yeah, this is concerts that would go on that you would pay as much as it would cost to get into Disney, and you get the park and this concert, which is really, really pretty cool to check out. And, of course, they usually play throughout the day, so it's not like you have to spend the entire evening, you know, there. Go hit some rides, uh, get something to eat, you know, sit down and hang out and watch it. Done. We've done that multiple times. We played some stuff. There was a Billy Joel tribute band we played on the show. We've played several hey, bands. Tony Orlando. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony Orlando. I forgot about yeah, that. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> so good stuff. Okay. Uh, another another news item. The Disney Fantasy is now done its first cruise on March 31st. Um, it is now doing seven night Caribbean voyages. So go and check that out. There are tons and tons and tons and tons. And more than tons of videos online. Yeah. If you want high definition tours of whatnot and of every inside piece and outside, of the so yeah. Um, you just do a search. I'm sure they'll they're out there all over the place. Um, so check it out if you're interested. Um, in reality, the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy are kind of like sister ships. They're the two big ones. So. Um, but they are. They do have some different things in them. Different restaurants. Uh, they're decorated differently and stuff like that. They actually took a lot of the things that they started, like the aqueduct and the aqua, uh, aqua aquatic lab, aqua lab, that's also on the, uh, on the dream, and they plussed it on this, so awesome. it seems like they learned some lessons and did some other stuff, so, um, and I think that they did that, they did some things and made them bigger, the same thing that you would see on the dream is done bigger on the fantasy, because the dream does three and four night cruises a lot of times, and since you're doing a seven-night cruise here, they can take the same thing and make it do it on a grander scale. So. Yeah. And the only unfortunate thing is if you want the specific ship, you're going to have to go with what its itinerary says because they are doing different ones. So it's not like if you wait long enough, it'll round about and go the other direction. But 
Um, just similar to the one that's, uh, I forget which one is actually coming from New York City and going down to Florida and hitting a day in the park at Magic Kingdom or wherever park you go. I think it is Magic Kingdom, actually. Now yeah, it's it. Magic Kingdom. Um, but anyway, uh, it's only one of those ships. It's it's not And it's not Disney Fantasy or Dream. It's uh, one of the older ones. But anyway, uh, check those out if you're interested. Obviously, Roy is still available if he has all the cruising knowledge and experience for uh, all the Disney stuff if you are interested in checking that stuff off or doing a couldn't like a land and sea thing what we've talked about before that they kind of got rid of but um you know if you are interested in doing like the seven night caribbean at the fantasy and then going to the parks a couple of days they 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 can do that for you and roy and knows roy, all about that roy's stuff. gonna be on next week okay so awesome. you know what if anybody has some questions sweet uh you can email, yeah, yeah. email them over to us if you think about it ahead of time at podcast at these amazing places and we'll send them over to roy and he can answer them while he's on the show. Yeah, I forgot about that. By all means, if you ever have questions, we'd be glad to answer them on the show. If you want us to, just uh, email us and we'll go from there. So, All right, um, two more things. Uh, well, several things here. First off, Test Track over in Epcot uh, is official. Test Track shutdown is April 16th. So I believe it will be it will it's be a little, quite some time, until right? September. September, so yeah. it'll be quite some time. Uh, we'll, we'll looking forward to see what's going to go on and happen. Um, Maybe they'll change some things, maybe not. But, oh, yeah, they're definitely changing. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. there's rumors. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think they're pretty solid rumors that um, the GM thing will be coming out, and it will be just strictly Chevrolet. Uh, they're also going to do, somehow, you can choose your car and computer enhance it while you're in the queue. Okay. And then, supposedly, they do something with your car. The car that you actually get into is matched up to the car that you design. Okay. And uh, I... I, I and that's about as far as I've, as I've heard. As you've heard, that okay. I'm willing to say because the rest of it seems well, kind of outlandish. The so. only rumor I was thinking of is they're going to make Cars Land. You know, you make it a Cars attraction. Well, so the um, the nice thing is too though that um, well, it won't go 40 miles an hour like the one in Cars Land. Oh, okay. It's still going to go 65. Awesome. Um, and uh, the music from the queue will be changed. Oh yeah, <laughs> Doug's favorite yeah. music. So. If somebody keeps hearing a little dog here, too, it's because I have one on my lap. And so I'm trying to keep him quiet by letting him chew on my hand. Anyway. <laughs> so if you also hear Doug holler, you, you yeah. know, and, uh, and if we stop, we might have to edit out yeah. for bleeding purposes. Me bleeding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tutto Italiano in Epcot in Italy is reopening April 28th. I'm excited to see that. Great place to go check out. It's right next to um, Via Napoli. Um, so... I think I'd rather go there at this point because I've never been there. But Tutto Italiano, great place to go. Uh, Lights, Motors, Action, Stunt Show in Hollywood Studios is closing only for three days, four days, just to be aware. April 29th through May 2nd. And then we head over to Magic Kingdom. And just for knowledge, for character greets, uh, what, what's her name? Moretta. 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 Yeah, From the upcoming movie Brave, will be appearing in the Magic Kingdom Fairy Tale Garden in mid-May before the movie even comes out. So... I think, unless the movie's... It's right about the same time. Okay. That All movie's right. going to release, I think they said May 14th, and, well, it's about mid-May. Okay. So. So, cool. That's uh, that's it with the news, and we're going to take a little break here, and then we'll be back to talk a little bit about the Jammeters and give you a, a spiel for what's going on with the rest of the show. Alright, 
so here we go. We're gonna talk about the Jaminers. Uh, first question is, Doug, maybe you can just answer it. What are the Jaminers? Yeah, what are they and who are they? <laughs> They're actually some guys, they walk through the park and they would look like, I guess, regular uh, guys just cleaning up the parks, except for the fact that they have bright, shiny metal cans that people usually don't carry with them anymore. What they'll do randomly is stop, flip the cans over, and start to play. They're actually really good percussionists. And so, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really what they do. They're percussionists. Yeah. Um, definitely a cool show to check out. Um, so, one of the questions, let's see, well, where can you find them? Um, let's, you want to try to describe this? Uh, okay, if you end up, uh, the only, the best way for me to describe it would be is if you were at Imageworks, at the door of Imageworks by um, uh, Universe of Energy, if you cut straight through the store and come through the doors on the opposite side, where there is like an overhang, they were in that area. Best way I would describe it, and where I've run into them, head, head into the center of Epcot, go straight to the Fountain of Nations, turn left, and go towards Mission Space, and yeah. right there, that little overpass where you've got the really cool 80s music that changes over. Right. And there's yeah. like character greets inside there, the the Fab Five are in there. Right there is where I've caught them because it's been in the morning and it's been in that shade because the sun comes up on one side and they actually stand in the shade when they do their, their show. And then the people kind of just, you, as soon as they start playing, you're kind of like, what? And people just kind of collect. And then it, it, it actually, if you've ever walked through that area and there's been a bottleneck, it's a most often because they, they're performing and they kind of make a bottleneck because people kind of stop and watch. It's kind of cool to check out. And I do have some video, so even oh, though, once oh, again, it's not the most fantastic video, but no, it does settle down after I try to get over top of people's shoulders okay. and okay. stuff. Um, and so you do get to see what they can do. Okay. It's funny, one one of the guys on the end, he drops his drumstick at one point, and he starts to reach out and realizes it's like 10 feet away from him or something, so he can't reach it. Yeah. And so then he actually waits for a moment, keeps playing with one stick, and then jumps over and grabs it. And meanwhile, he's talking to people that are around them, yelling stuff to them and talking and having fun. And when you watch the guy's um, hand mechanics, Andy's just chatting away with these people around him. Like, literally, his head and his hands don't exist with each other. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. They're, yeah, they're really yeah. good musicians. These are these are those great musicians that are um, percussionists that just turn out to be entertainers because they hit on drums instead of, or hit on trash cans instead of drums. Yeah. Um, but they really are really good, and um, you'll see that if you ever get to catch them, or if you watch the video, or if you maybe you have caught them before. Um, the only thing that I would recommend, um, it is a little bit loud, so you might want to stay back a little bit um, if it's if the sound bothers you. Um, of course, I'm into the sound stuff, and I noticed that each one of them wears earplugs, so they don't have to worry about that. And you'll course. notice in the video, people stay back. Everybody yeah. was probably 15 feet back yeah. from them. So yeah, and uh, but in general, uh, if you're around that, t you know, 15 feet back or whatever, a little farther back, you'll see the crowd collect, and uh, it's a good show. Uh, you want to get a get a good look at it, and you want to watch them. Because and it's not something that you see all the time. They're not the easiest to catch up with. I mean, I've been in the parks how many times, and this was the first time I've actually run into them. Have you run into them more than once? I saw them, I ran into them once, saw the show, and then the last time I was there I saw them leaving. Okay. And But it was always in the morning. Yeah. And it was always in Future World right there. So I think they catch you there. I don't, and there might be also, I noticed them before, they sometimes publish it on the Times Guide where they give you a little bit of an idea. Because oh, what they'll do is they'll do yeah. Jammeters in the morning in Future World and then they'll do the Epcot uh, World Showcase Entertainment in the afternoon. And so the yeah. Jammeters 
and sometimes don't overlap because. So get a times guide. Yeah. Something of which I, I usually never do. Yeah. I end up just wandering and seeing what uh, I can run into. It's a so. it's a handy piece of uh, yeah. information that's nice to have. Even some of these apps that you get can download. Actually, you know what? I haven't checked on the new uh, Mobile Magic, which we need to check out. When I will there. be using it. Yeah. Because we'll there's do, a, we'll do kind of a little review on it and see how well it works. Well, there's that GPS locator thing that'll actually once you're in the parks and GPS is on, it'll do more things than yeah. it does when you're at home. And so I will so. kind of maybe take some screenshots and do some stuff like that. Cool. Too. So we can kind of show what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I want to hear about it. Um, maybe we can we could even talk about it if we stream live from yeah. Skype or something. So, um, uh, Other than that, uh, it's a good show to catch. Uh, one thing I thought was really cool is I actually caught them one time before they even started to play, and I really did think they were janitors. Like, I really yeah, thought okay. they were janitors. I just it, take, it was like one of those double-take things, and I was like, wait a second, that's the janitors. And then I actually kind of followed them, and then I saw them flip out all of a sudden. And when they, if you ever get to the point where you actually see them flipping their stuff out, it's really cool because people's faces light up right away and they're like, what? What's going on Yeah, you here? realize, hey, I'm part of the action and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like the feelings like we talked about last week with um, entertainers from uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And it's the same thing. So. It just happens to be a different type of street mystery uh, than what you're going to get in Hollywood Studios. So, um, which makes it nice. Every park kind of has its own personality. And they bring their own personality to the park. So. Yep. So anyway, that's it's a pretty simple show, and there's really it's only one little entertainment factor out of all this stuff that goes on at Epcot. But and I think... stick around after this because I'm gonna say something else that we're tagging on yeah. to the end of the show. So. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what is this? Like a five-minute clip or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three, four, five minutes. So here's like a good chunk of, to give you an idea of the sounds of the jamming.
All right, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, definitely a fun attraction to catch if you ever get a chance when you're at Epcot in the morning. Um, one other thing we wanted to tag on. Okay, at the end of this, I actually, the last time I was in Epcot, I sat uh, in the pavilion of Mission Space and recorded the entire music loop track to Mission Space. It's one that I liked, and I couldn't find it anywhere, really online or anything, so I recorded it. So we're going to stick it on to the end of the show. It's about 25 minutes and 40-some seconds, so cool. flip it out if you want. You can listen to it, do whatever you like with it. But, uh, yeah, it was recorded, too, right there in the park, so I didn't take this from the track off of anything. It's, it's straight from the parks. Sounds of uh, Mission Space are very reminiscent of a movie soundtrack with uh, space. So like Armageddon soundtrack, uh, Trevor Rabin has been rumored as the composer to it, which, if you know him, he's done a lot of great stuff. Um, we talked about him before on the show. But anyway, hope you guys enjoy that. I d am definitely looking forward to listening to the full thing. I've already, in fact, we we haven't done it yet, but I think what we're going to do, um, Doug did this in Animal Kingdom and recorded about a 12-minute track from one of the Animal Kingdom loops, and I'd like to do an Animal Kingdom show where we talk and have that as our background music. I think we could do that as the also for this. But anyway, if you're into the music and you just want to listen, uh, stay tuned after the full uh, theme song and everything that we're doing on right here and uh, you'll you'll get to hear it all so other than that um, yeah um, make sure you listen next week we'll be on send in your questions if you have them podcast at these amazing places also I will be in the parks on April 26th and 27th so if you've got questions if you've got something you want to see pictures of whatever just let me know send an email with the same address podcast at these amazing places and I'll try to address that yep that's it I just want to say thanks for listening to the show and thanks for hanging out with us um, if you have any comments please uh, let us know and see what's going on uh, thanks for watching on YouTube I, I, I know a lot of people will probably catch YouTube more than the show but if you're you've been checking out YouTube or whatever thanks a lot it really uh, it's cool to see how many views we get from a lot of different stuff on YouTube and Obviously, all that stuff's easy to pass on. You can pass on the show as well uh, to your friends and stuff, but YouTube's a little easier because you can tweet out the link, you can uh, share the link on Facebook, all that stuff that they allow you to do on YouTube when you're online. Um, but podcasts are nice on the go, so you can listen to them whenever, however. Yeah, so. and they're lengthier, and they don't eat up the battery on your phone True. or whatever as fast because they're not video. So Yeah, but anyway, so thanks so much for listening, and... We'll catch you again next week. All right. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.
things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard.
Flight Zug Москва. Корабль Союз готов к стыковке. Apollo Houston, I got two messages for you. Moscow is go for docking. Houston is go for docking. It's up to you guys.
space is there, and the moon and the planets are there, and new hopes for knowledge and peace are there. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure on which man has ever embarked.
minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. We go for main engine start. We have main engine start and ignition and liftoff. Liftoff of SCS-7 and America's first woman astronaut. And the shuttle has cleared the tower. Minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. We go for main engine start. We have main engine start. And ignition. And liftoff. Liftoff of SCS-7 and America's first woman astronaut. And the shuttle has cleared the tower.